All right, we're in part two. Um, in this episode, our lovely babysitter, Mackenzie, joins the conversation because she's around Scott and us, uh, and myself and the boys, all the time. And so to just see how she interacts with our family, pays attention to our family, and, and is really interested in our family dynamic is really cool. So she had a couple questions that I think you will all find interesting just for your own families. Or maybe you may have questions if you've never known anyone who's who anyone in the same sex relationship with children that have been you know birthed by surrogacy so i think you'll find this very interesting so i hope you can just enjoy this and and take notes for your own family because we talk about some relationship building skills in this episode as well i love you guys so sit back relax and enjoy um and and also wait for a special message at the end of this episode that i have for you so that you can make 2020 your best year. Trust and when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. All right, we're back with episode two of the final two episodes of Trust and Believe. It's actually episode six of, uh, with me and Scott talking about the relationship and how to help each other grow. And Nicole posed a question. Can you repeat the question? Yes. So I said that it took you guys five years to have the twins. And if you decided to do it again, would you do, well, that's a two-part question. Would you continue at it as long as you did with the boys for, or would it be like you know if it didn't work out the first or second time then just you know it's not going to happen that's so interesting because uh, we've been talking about having more and we're kind of like do we want two do we want one because twins are a fucking nightmare <laughs> even I'm cursing in front of my kid don't repeat that um, but I don't know. Like, I think it just depends if we would want to try more than once. I, you know, I don't know. That's tough. It's a tough question because I think there's there. You know, for the for the first two was this drive that you know we wanted to have kids, and now that we have kids, it's it would be a blessing if we decided to have more to get more. Mm-hmm. But because we have Silas and Sander. I don't know, and I'm not trying to say this in a bad way, I don't know if the drive is as 
stronger. Stronger. It's not desperate. It's not. It's just a matter of. You're not going into into the unknown anymore. You're not. Like, yeah. You you know what you're getting into, and so. But I, I mean, so I would I would. As of right now, I would say that if we tried to, if we decided to have more kids and we tried, you know, like two or three times and it didn't work out, I think we'd probably be, you know, hey, okay. this is just what was supposed to meant to be. Even though we went through five years the first time, uh, I think that we'd probably. Not. But it's so crazy just talking about that five years, like. As you know, I mean, hello, you tried what six times? Six yeah. times, yeah. You know, for us. So I think that. It sounds so crazy because it was so painful to not get pregnant as many times as we tried in total with you and Emily and Charlene. But, um, like, can you imagine if it wasn't Silas and Sander? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the crazy thing. Our, you know, Dr. Betsoffin would always say, the kids that are supposed to come into this world are going to come into this world. And you're like... They came when they were supposed to. Mm-hmm. They came when they were supposed to. Like, I, I'm like, I couldn't imagine it not being them. Right. It's so wild. <laughs> because they're just, like, so special, you know? And I, I, I like, not to say... I mean, I was very upset that we had, you know, miscarriage and whatever. But I think that, you know, my grandfather used to say, and, and Christians say, you know, the the Lord works in mysterious ways, you know? So... You know, it it just... He really does. Oh, I know. (laughs) Um, When you were going through the process, did your relationship suffer, you two? No. No? Uh, I mean, maybe on his end, but not on mine. I think uh, (laughs) it... uh, You know, we put on the video, the the movie that we had made uh, about our process... I think the the hardest part was when we were in Miami and we found out that uh, you know we got some results on the embryos and we didn't have a surrogate anymore and I think that was probably the lowest of the low because we were like what are we going to do but at that same point point uh, and that day was a tough day because we had gotten into a fight early in that morning. Um, was it about the surrogacy though? I don't think so. Or was it about you getting on my and there's probably me getting on your nerves. <laughs> Uh, so, but you know, as, as the lowest of the low came the high, which is Ashley saying, I want to be your surrogate. I do know that I left that hotel being like, I'm not having kids. I was like, I'm done. I'm not trying this. It was too stressful. And I think that's probably why, I don't think that's why we got into probably whatever fight, but I'm pretty sure that that was exacerbated or subconsciously Wait, that was when you found out you didn't have a lot of so we found out that we had no it was embryos. it was alicia couldn't be our surrogate oh because she heard you yes. just wasn't doing what it was and she was like our last final person and then we would have to go search for a surrogate again yeah which is all which to me was the hardest because you have to form like with you it was easy because we didn't have to form a relationship with you, right? Like, we trusted right. you. You know, you said yes via text message. Like, it's great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very 2019. Very the 2000s. But, um, you know, so I think that was the hardest thing. Like, 
having to meet people, build a relationship with the family, and then if it didn't work, you you have this feeling of breaking up, which we didn't have with you necessarily. It was just more like I felt that way though a little bit. Really, really? breaking up? Yeah, it's that. tough though because you were. I mean, the things that were going on in your body. Oh, oh. You want to sit with Silas? Oh, okay. So joining our conversation is now Sander bringing his iPad. Yeah, here's some juice. And so now... Hold on. I was just... Can you ask Miss Mackenzie? Say, can I have some orange juice, please? Orange juice, please. Say thank you, Miss McKenzie. <laughs> um, that's so interesting to hear you say that, though. But I feel. Like I mean, I know it was sad. Yeah. But it's it was. I mean, you go through a lot, and I, you know, as much as um, you know, we say it's not anyone anyone's fault. I felt that it was my fault. You know, he may have felt to some degree that it was his fault because our not, a, not anymore I was just like say thank you <laughs> I didn't think it was my fault anymore I just was like so I think in terms of my fault if this can fit into that definition I was like you know God is punishing me you know he doesn't want me to have kids because mm, I don't go to church yeah. anymore like I was finding reasons because I was like so with you it's just a broom dropping people <laughs> with you I was more I was so, I was like mad at the world because I was just like, this would have been so perfect. perfect. Yeah. And I think that's probably why, I don't know if that's why maybe you felt like it was a breakup situation. Cause, but I know why you well, we were still feel, close after, but, but still. But, but in, the t- in the two years that we tried, you're still real. you're intensely connected. Right. Because you're going after a common goal. It's like being on a sports team and you change a sports team. Yeah. Like, you can still be, like, you know, um, Pippen and, 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 and Jordan can still be really great friends, but if one of them would have left the Bulls, it's still, you know, it's like, oh, man, like, my boy's not there anymore. So, anyway. But. So, why did you feel... Uh, that we were breaking up. It wasn't like a boy because it was like two years. Mm. So it was such a long process. It was just sad. It was, I mean, you sticking so yourself. Sad. I mean, it was. I remember that you in the car. Like, I could cry right now thinking about it, and I'm just not even going to do well, that. Well, let's, let's be honest again. Like, the, we went the full roller coaster because you had a miscarriage. And, you know, flying to New York and, you know, or into Jersey and riding a train, and, you know, it's. Uh, so I completely oh, I understand. So but the beauty of it, I think, is, and I don't know if this will make you feel any better, is that we're sitting here as a family with the two boys, and it's like you were a part of that process, and it was supposed to be that. I think the joy for me, and I think this is where I'll probably get emotional, is like, because even though like some developments happen, and I think this is the telltale sign like how special you are to mm-hmm. us I think even though the developments happen where you're not with my brother anymore like if there was never a withdrawal of you being close to us you know like you know so I feel like I'm, I'm yeah. I am I feel closer in a I sense was I know that just sounds weird say. like my brother would probably want to smack me aside the head but I think I feel weird I think not weird I think I feel better because it's like I don't know. I, I was saying, to, I don't know who I was saying this to yesterday, the day before, but I think that maybe it was you. 
but I think that when people, I don't know what I was saying, Sue, but I was saying that when people break up, like if some, if you're, if you have a sister-in-law and people break up, then you're, they're supposed to be dead to you. It's like, oh, right. she's not married anymore. I was saying this to Jessica yesterday, and I was like, okay. I just don't. I was like, that's in no way, shape, or form how I feel about Nicole. I was like, there'd be no way. Yeah. <laughs> but like, and I'm saying this, and I'm saying this on the podcast, and my brother might listen to me to it, and I'm like, my, my, my entire family knows I keep it very real. But like for me. I'm like in a situation where like it's the other side I'm just like mm-hmm. don't introduce me to nobody else until like <laughs> and even then don't. you know but not like that <laughs> not like that because it's it's a lot like I think that when people go through divorce it affects if you're if you're close like we were it really affects the entire family oh totally you know? yeah so it does it's just like this really crazy thing and so Anyway, I just I, I, I agree with you. Like I think uh, because of everything, I feel even more closer to you. And when you walked in the door, I was like, oh, "Well, because he always talks heart. about you." And I think that's why I wanted you to be his Christmas gift because <laughs> I was just, he like. But Scott's really low key. Like he can win the lottery and be like, like my brother. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Cool. <laughs> I got me like five hundred mil, <laughs> but. You know, but I know that it's deeper than like a present. It's like, oh snap! Like Nicole's here, you know. Yeah. So it was it was an amazing Christmas because of that. Yeah, oh, I'm so happy sweet. to be here. Yes. Yeah. I was like low key happy that your kids weren't gonna be with you for Christmas <laughs> because then I could be like, yay, she yeah, can come she here. Can come. Because like to ask you to fly with. Yeah. To well, Amari would have been super fine, but to fly with Layla, we know it would have been oh, a nightmare. It, she's she's a nightmare. But next year she's probably going to be amazing. Four, or you don't know. I don't know. She's a girl, so I, I, I asked you about having a girl, and it's like before I was always like so gung ho, like you should totally have a girl. And now that I have one, I'm I like, remember oh. you saying that. Like, and we I put do a, we, remember. We actually you transferred and Steph, a girl. Oh, you and Steph were we like transferred a girl once for you. We did a couple two times. girls. Well, full disclosure, you guys transferred a girl the last time we did it, and then I got pregnant with Layla. Yeah, and then she came <laughs> out looking later, like me, and go. Layla looks exactly like Sean. <laughs> so we're like, what the? Where's the blood <laughs> test? Call Maury Povich. Call Maury Povich. You are not the father. Yeah. Um. I don't know. She's she's a lot. So yeah, you guys shouldn't have girls. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it with the boys. Whereas, like our my, our friend Patrick Muradabu is like, oh, girls. Like I was like, I love. Her. I would have more girls. He said. And he has two. He has three girls. Three or four girls. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Lots of coffee. So... Uh. So let's see what else. What else? Mackenzie, do you have any questions for Scott and I since you're in the room? And you're here with the boys every come, single come day? Come over, ask, ask one or two. 
are amazing. Set the scene. We're still around the kitchen table. We have not had any alcohol, though we probably should have. The Christmas lights are on. The candles are lit. The boys You can stay after hours. Don't have to work. (laughs) Yes. But you probably are going to go work out after work. The boys are watching their iPads. Okay. Mackenzie's question. Yes. Yay! I think my biggest question was, like, what was your guys' biggest fear? Like, you knowing that you're not there's no biological connection to Silas and you knowing there's no biological mm. connection oh, to Sander like what was your biggest fear when it came to that like were you scared that your families weren't going to connect or I didn't have any fear that my family wasn't going to connect I wondered how I would feel towards his air quote oh. biological son <laughs> I thought I assumed that I would love him like my own and I, just because I love Sean uh uh, but it is uh, I don't see them not being mine and I, I say that in a us kind of way I don't see that one is mine and one is his Who has you know, to sometimes we, we joke your son did you see what your son did and I'll say that about Silas and I'll say that yeah, about Sandra about both of them. so um so I, I, I didn't know how it was going to feel but I, I know now that it's I don't I love them both the same what do you want? What do you want to do? Yeah, you want this? Yeah, you, do you feel like your family's feel the same? Yes. 100%. Mom and dad. There's, there's never been that. that. I'm getting you one. There's never been any sort of discussion of, oh, should we do it because it's Sander or should we do it just because it's Silas? It's, I mean, they... I think one of the things that, that I struggled with growing up and or post growing up on my parents is because they were so fair, like everything had to be the, equal, like fair. Everything in their house had to be fair. And that causes a problem because now that I'm out in the real world and if, if someone gets one thing and it's not fair to me, my instant thought is, well, why aren't, why? It's not fair. Like it needs to be fair. Sorry. And so they're, uh, that's not a dig on them. It's just uh, them wanting to be loving towards both of them so uh, I would not have expected uh, that reaction from my parents have you ever been in a situation where you've seen someone treat like one boy differently than the other First, I didn't give you a chance to answer that question did you want to answer like chips yeah Um, so I actually did I did have somewhat of a fear um, because I was like I was like, you know, will one of them love one of us more or whatever? Or I never, I never really thought my love would be necessarily different, but it is that weird thing. And then you're like, well, what if one takes and we only have one and we can't have any more? And so if it was just Silas and it was, you know, Scott's, you know, biological son you know, would he get older and be like, well, I don't really consider him my dad. Like, it's this crazy thing. But I, the only time that I know that they are, that I really pay attention to the fact that they're biologically, individually ours, if you will, is when I look at Sander next to me, like, in a video or something, I'm like, oh, my God. Or, like, when I see him doing something, I'm like, it, he looks exactly like I did as a kid and it is so I'm like that's the face that I saw as a child and that's the only time it freaks me out and um but you know it's so weird like even though I know I didn't make Silas sometimes I look at him I'm like am I sure I didn't make him you know because he but I think he has some of my mannerisms from like 
you know they say nature versus nurture. I feel like he does some it like the way I look at him, like you know how he looks at you when he gets in trouble? I think that's because I have always been like so now he'll be like You know it's like those little things. Yeah. But um yeah, so that's really that's really it in terms of that. I, did you have more to say? Yeah, yeah. So her second yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's coming. Yeah, yeah. Hey listen, he's getting your drink. Say thank Knowing you. That there's yeah, yeah. Say thank you, Dada. Yeah, Dada. You're welcome. Has anyone ever treated our kids differently? Yeah, have you ever been in a situation where you've seen, like, whether they know that they're brothers or not, have you ever seen people treat them differently? I think I'm extremely conscious of that. Uh, We've been in a restaurant a couple times, and they will go up to, you know, one, the person will either go up to one or either one of them and be like, oh my God, he's so cute, and not say that about the other child. And I'm not, a, you know, uh, you know. Oh my God, his cheeks! I just want to squeeze his cheeks. And so I'm conscious of that. And I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't. I don't know. I don't care. I think that I think I've seen the opposite of what you might think. Whereas people would be like, they might say, "Oh my gosh, they're twins," and then they're like, "Oh my gosh, like they're so cute" or whatever. But the most amazing thing happened on Christmas Eve when we went to Sunnyside. Oh yeah, and we were sitting next to this. Um, older white couple and I say and I'm only using um, race because we're an interracial couple gay couple in a red state in a a red state (laughs) and not that all red people are against red people not that all Republicans are against gay but it's like it's an area that's not very progressively gay you know and the older man like if you saw him walking through Home Depot or something hey shh shh Papa's talking. <laughs> um, if you saw him walking through Home Depot or something, he might you might be like, have put these. Like, I'm talking. Uh, you might judge him or whatever. Yeah, thank you for telling your brother shit. But he got up at the end of before we left and gave each Silas and Sander a dollar. And was like, hey, you guys, go Merry Christmas. And it was this is because you acted so well at breakfast. It was so good. Oh. What happened was you got a dollar. Who gave you a dollar, Sander? Who gave you a dollar? He's doing it wrong. Do you remember the the nice man gave you a dollar? The man gave you a dollar. Yeah. What color is the dollar? Green. Exactly. Good job. It's green. I know. And what number did the dollar have on its side? What number was on the dollar? Two dollars. $200? $200? I <laughs> wish. Right. Okay. All right. Go back, to my the, way. go back to the restaurant. All right. Next question. Oh, I don't know. I'll, I'll give you a second. <laughs> yeah, they're home. They can come over it, And it makes me think of, so, so uh, your question about whether people have treated them differently is a really big uh, concern of mine because you see these two kids and people will perceive Sander one way and Silas another because of the outside because of, of their, their skin, skin color. color. When they are both the same—not the same—they raised the in the same, same household, same values, and they have—they each have a percentage of African American in them, and they will be treated differently because of the way they look, and that is a massive concern or fear that I struggle with. Not necessarily now, but I wonder what's going to happen in the future. Um, the only thing I can say is that uh, 
Sean is really good at explaining things to the boys, and I just know that he's going to say the magical thing when he needs to say it. I just, I, I just know that they're going to school, and they ain't get, they giving zero blanks. They're not even going to like have it. They're, you know, I think they're going to be so well. You know, like hopefully in the next three years they travel the world. They they just they they know how to speak. They're very they know how to, you know, and they're gonna and I'll teach them. You're gonna encounter rude kids whose parents don't <laughs> don't raise them correctly, and this is how you deal with that. You know, but I don't I don't think that I think that we fine. I think you know. I think they're going to be really, really close, and I think they're going to have conversations that we don't even know that they're having in terms of like their struggles and stuff. But I also believe that the way that they're going to be raised is they're going to be able to come and talk to us about anything. Like they're going to be not afraid to be like, Papa, Dada, let me tell you what happened. Have you guys ever struggled as a couple with your core values and what you want to teach them? No. No. So you guys like feel like morally like your values are like pretty much in line. Has there ever been any I th- like I think our value system and our religion is the golden rule. Like treat people how you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. And while he may have different opinions that I do, I completely respect that for several reasons. One, because he's my husband. Two, mm. I love him. Three, mm. I know what it felt like to be uh, not part of the group or I was an outcast or I was a minority and I, I I would never want someone to feel the way I felt so therefore I'm going to accept people for who they are I just know that like when the boys were first born because you know it was me and Scott and his parents and they raised him they had this way that was just like so bizarre to me like just the way just everything was just weird when it came to kids because you know I grew up in the hood like you know what I'm saying like we had a way of talking we had a way of dealing like we had a way of like you know it was just like different it was just, it's just different I don't know how to explain it so that was a little tough for me because I was like what the f- like this is not how you know but when Scott and I ended up having a conversation together and being like this is how we're going to raise our kids as a unit and then we had a conversation with his parents and being like not necessarily I don't want to say we said butt out but we basically were like you know, and Scott's dad, I think, I mean, his mom too, but I think his dad, you can see his dad oh really God. necessary steps to um, respect our way of parenting, even though, and his mom, I think, even though they were both educators and she was a mom, so she has a different thing, like where dad's just like Nicole asked us in the last episode, you know, like, oh my God, they bumped their head. Yes. Yes, baby. They bumped, they bumped their head and you guys don't stress, you know, whereas like, a mom has a different way of reacting. Not every mom, but this is different. So, but I think that, like, you know, we... Scott is more conservative than me just all the way around, just in general. I'm very liberal. Um, he just has a more conservative way of thinking and finances and everything to the point where, like, I've had to learn a lot of stuff from him and I had to, like, loosen up his buttons, say, uh-huh. You know, and other things, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but um but um but yeah so I mean like I think it's just like you have to mesh it together. I don't believe people might think this is weird. 
But I don't believe in compromise. I just believe in understanding. I think that once you start to understand, you can respect someone's ways. And it's so easy to walk in someone else's shoes if you respect them. But I feel like compromise is a cop-out. It's like, well, you want it this way, you want it this way, so we'll do it this way. But I still don't agree with the way you do it. I think when you respect somebody, you're like, well, let me walk in your shoes. Like, I walk in his financial shoes. I walk in his... Like, even, like, I know there's a lot for you because you're our nanny, but you're our family, too. But, like, um, even sexually, like, we, like in relationships, like, people like two different things. And I'm like, well, let me walk in that side real quick. Yeah, I ain't compromising. I'm like, you know. And so it's just, like, it's, it's just this thing that I think we do that we've never been in a situation. This is why I, re- I think this is why we... Number one, wanted to have kids together. We worked so long to have kids. It's because like we've never been in a situation where it's like, like, well, should we be together? Like in, it'll be ten years. Never. Like it's never. We've never had that. Like, you know, maybe it'll happen in twenty years. I don't know, but I'm, I don't think it'll ever happen because it's just so. Like we just really walk in each other's shoes rather than compromise. Like, well. He doesn't like going to scary movies, and he doesn't like going here, so... He doesn't like whatever. roller coasters. You know, he doesn't like roller coasters, but he still goes to the park. <laughs> you know, like, you know, it's just like things like that, that... Yay! So they, they say that mothers have, like, a motherly instinct. Do you feel like, as a dad, you have, like, a different type of paternal instinct than a mom does? Well, I don't know what I don't know what a motherly instinct feels like, so I don't know because I'm not a female and I didn't have a baby. But there, I'm like I know, I, I know, you know, like I know, like I know them. Like this is so crazy. If this, I don't know if this is instinctual or this is just like weird. But we were in my room one day and the door was closed, and even though their bedroom is next to us, I was like, Sandra pooped. And Scott is like, what are you talking about? I was like, Sandra pooped. And he opened the door. He didn't smell anything. He checked Sandra's diaper and he had gone like more than we had ever seen him go. And I, I thought it was that I smelled it, but I just was like, I, Sandra pooped. You know, Silas one day, he was in the room and I never wake, I don't wake up when they make noise unless they're really screaming. And I just heard Silas going, he was breathing differently. And I was like, I heard the breathing differently. He wasn't even breathing loud. And we have white noise machines. I just heard him breathing differently. I said, this, ask, I never go in there in the middle. And I was like, I'm going in there. It was nothing necessarily wrong with him, but he was like wide awake. He was like, Papa. And he like wanted to hang out. And I feel like he wanted to hang out. He sat on my lap for like 20 minutes and then passed out and then I'd like put him back in the script but it's like those things that you know I feel like I have instinct for it's yeah I think it's the same but I don't know in this I think the instinct if you can hear I can't we can't hear you I'll just say that I think that the instinct comes from just doing something over and over and gathering an intuition whether you're male or female and you're super close to the kids. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
All right, well, it's getting crazy in our house, but thank you for joining our question and answer episodes. We hope you have literally the best new year ever. And after this, I'm going to give you a little motivation, so stay tuned. This is the time where a lot of you are starting to think about New Year's resolutions and the things that you can change in your life. I just want you to start to think about how you are going to prepare to make those changes. Think about the things that you've already done to get yourself to the point where you actually want to make a change. Most people think that when they have to make a change, everything that they've done in the past is a really bad thing. Everything that you've done in the past is just the precursor and whether it's good or bad, it's something that needed to be done in order to get you to the place where you want to be. 2020 is going to be amazing because you are going to make it amazing. So over the next week, my homework for you is just to write down something every single day that you can do to continue to prepare to live your best life even beyond day one of 2020. Go in your past in 2019 and say, what are the things that I loved? What are the things that I didn't love? What did I learn about those things? And what can I do moving forward to make changes in life needs change? And the changes that you are going to make are from those good and bad choices that you made in the past. So don't be down on yourself. Don't push yourself into to a hole and think you got to climb out this crazy hole. Just do the best that you can do and be very present when you do it. And I promise 2020 will be amazing and you will succeed. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.